This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom. On, on the interwebs here, that according to Fox's Mike Pereira, the hoodie is well within the rules of the NFL. Really? Why doesn't everyone wear hoodies? Everybody, welcome to another wonderful Helby Packers podcast. And hey guys, what a football game today. We have uh, Mark in the box, who we were actually able to see momentarily. Um, Yeah. And then Ty is here with me in Denver. Yay! We're all mile high. (laughs) We're co-located. So a lot of incredible things happened today. Um, I guess most notably the Packers won 30 to 13, but the bigger story is we saw a guy at the bar who had a Tim Mastay jersey custom made. That's a thing. That happened. Which blew my mind, because um, he's the worst player on the team right now, and possibly, the, like, even if he was my brother... I don't think I'd have that jersey and wear it around outside. That hurts. Maybe it was ironic. Maybe he was a Vikings fan. I thought he was back to being an all-pro holder, placeholder today. Well, he lost us the last game. Today, he actually had one punt, went out at the nine-yard line. That was the one good shining spot of his game. Yeah. Oh, and he, he had a career long on that false start. <laughs> Did you see that one? <laughs> There's a false yeah. start on, on one of the... Yeah, he's just... just Creamed it, yeah. Out of his own end zone, yeah. The player of the game was probably uh, Mason Crosby. Yeah. yeah, he was the MVP for sure, man. Five long-ass field goals and uh, in outside in tough conditions. And that being pretty much the difference in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Even without our touchdowns, we would have won on his field goals alone. Mm-hmm. And those weren't, none of those were uh, bunnies. They're all long ones. So it was it was good. Um, I think we learned a lot of stuff. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is for real quarterback. Um, He is very good. Not normally mobile, but we were obviously banking on him not running, so he had a lot of room to run. Um, And at one point he was like 16 of 17 or something like that, like some ridiculous high percentage. He ended up 25 of 37 um, for about 300 yards and touchdown. Um, yeah, they, the passing stats tilted in favor of the Vikings today. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers had a, a few Rodgers-like plays, but his overall numbers at the end of the day were not great, and he was still getting pressure from weird places. He w- completed under 50% of his passes. Um, so, well, I don't know. I guess there's some... Randall called- Cobb has the yips, so that didn't help his stats. I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. There are a couple right in his hands, at least two that I can think of offhand, maybe more that were right in his hands, and he just whoop. And then Rodgers 
wasn't his accuracy, which is normally pinpoint, was kind of hit or miss. But two amazing catches by James Jones in his hoodie. Hoodie, yeah. hoodie nation, hashtag. Anyway, so James Jones in his hoodie. Uh, a, I didn't know that that was legal to wear a hoodie. Um, so it pro- which means it probably isn't. <laughs> which means he probably got fined. Which means at some point during the week he was like, mm, "Yeah, it's worth five thousand dollars to wear a hoodie on Sunday." That's my take on it. It was weird. I, I think it was. I've never, and I don't watch like an uber amount of football, but it was super weird. Like I've never seen that. I've never seen that in college, or I've never seen that in high school football. He looked like a guy who was trying to like look more muscly, right? Because it was like a thick hoodie. So it made him look thicker. So he kind of looked like a tight end. He looked well. He looked like the guy who was like, "Hey, man, we're gonna play some touch football down at the park," and he wears his hoodie underneath his favorite player's yeah. jersey. Yeah. But those two, the touchdown catch and the long one um, down the sideline before that, they kind of juggled and and pulled in were obviously huge. So, the touchdown was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Like I didn't even clap when it happened because I'm like, that's not that's not gonna that's not a thing. That's, that's not. That's not gonna hold. We up. were eating dinner and I, I, I got excited. I said, <laughs> "Oh, that's how Mark is excited." And that was the extent to which I was excited. No, it was that was a great catch and throw, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he can wear that hoodie every week, as far as I'm concerned. I, I agree. I think we should start a, a James Jones hoodie fund. Um, you know, when you look at the calculated risk he takes on that fine, the percentage of his salary is like. Whether a normal person decides to supersize or not, so <laughs> you know, yeah. probably not a big deal. Um, Jeff Janis, they actually tried to get him involved today, which was something I wanted to see for quite a while. And like right before they threw the deep one to him, they got the fifty RPI. I was saying, throw it to Janis, throw it to Janis, throw it to Janis, and they did. Good things happened. And then they went back it was to, nice like, to see once and more, I think. It's kind of strange that it took Jared Aberderis getting hurt and Ty Montgomery getting hurt to let the fastest guy on the team run straight mm-hmm. and try to throw to him. Mm-hmm. When he, you know, lose three games in a row, you think it would have happened sooner. But, yeah, hopefully it needs some more opportunities for him. Yeah, I'm looking at the stat page right here. So when you look at the receiving stats between the Packers and the Vikings, the – Let's see, the Vikings had two, four, six, eight, to 11 different guys were targeted. Uh, the Packers had two, four, six, seven guys were targeted. Jeff Janis, for all you know, the impact I feel he made, had zero catches and two targets. James Jones, though, six receptions, 109 yards, 11 targets. Adams is obviously gimpy as heck. I don't think he can turn right. Like No. <laughs> He can turn left. Yeah, yeah just, he's, like he's like a NASCAR driver. He's like a NASCAR I don't know how to do right, but I can go left all you want. He's not an ambi-turner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He gets in trouble, though, because if he gets on the wrong side of the field, he has to walk all the way around the field to get back in the huddle. <laughs> There's been times he said to go outside the stadium. It's weird. Um, um, speaking of stadium, Roger Goodell was there, that buffoon, uh, taking a look at the latest public – Money that was built to create the Minnesota Stadium. Yeah, and I will say I just saw on, on on the interwebs here that according to Fox's Mike Pereira, 
the hoodie is well within the rules of the NFL. Really? Why doesn't everyone wear hoodies? Though? Yeah, you can't write. Uh, what is it? You can't write your mother's uh, name. Yeah, you can't say. You but know, you can wear a hoodie. Yeah, you can't say cure cancer on your eye yeah. black or whatever. But you can wear your seventy-five dollar hoodie underneath your jersey. Can't wear pink socks. <sighs> that tied in really well with Goodell, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad we got rid of the uh, camouflage, and that's all gone. That stuff was annoying. Um, Mike McCarthy, Roger Goodell, no more camouflage. Thankfully, we're past that, so we can celebrate our nation without warmongering. Um, uh, Eddie Lacy, how did he? Look? He had a hundred yards, and he had like three or four runs that really looked good. But then half the time, he was limping off the field like he was seriously injured. I thought Eddie Lacy found a few wormholes today. <laughs> yeah, really? Right. So like, seriously, like I was like, he ran into a crowd of people, and all of a sudden he was like seven yards away. Mm-hmm. It was weird. He it was awesome. Some, he, had, he was a hundred yard rusher today. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was exactly a hundred yards. He also had some runs that you're like, oh, he hit that hole so hard, and he powered through, and it's like, oh, two yards. It was a two yard run. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't. They have a good defense, so you can't fault them us too much. We got a little something going in the running game. Passing game is still just weird. Our offense stinks. Defense played, I thought, terrific. Got pressure yep. on the quarterback. Um, played good in the back end. Got the the child beater to fumble the ball, which was satisfying. Um, so defense saved the day, I think, or carried the day. Definitely. Adrian Peterson's been on a tear all year. They're flying high. We go into their stadium and shut them down for 13 points. Mm-hmm. And cause a turnover, and man, Bridgewater took a beating today. Mm-hmm. Well, it was probably not as bad as Rogers has the last three weeks. Um, probably not, but I mean, it's nice to see it on the other end, I guess. Yeah, it's nice know? that we're getting to the quarterback again because it was so weird. The first few weeks we were getting sacks, six or seven a game for the first couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden it just disappeared. And at one point they flashed a stat that said something like. That's the first sack the Packers defense has had in like 37 possessions or something like that. Just uh, you know, absolutely horrible uh, pass rush. And we got to him a few times today. And there was one in particular I remember where he was loading up to throw it down the field. And you just saw that he was going to get laid out. Someone came on the blitz, some DB, I think maybe Dix, Clinton Dix, yeah. came on the, the blitz and just leveled him. And the camera followed the ball, so you didn't actually see the hit, but you could tell it was coming. And you hit him hard. Um, so that's what you got to do. He's a tough guy, a great quarterback. I mean, going forward, in, you know, in the future, they have a quarterback now. So that's, I guess, bad news. But they're still the Vikings. So. It is bad news because they have a legitimate quarterback seemingly who's ascending, and a legit head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, Z- Zimmer was a great defense coach with the Bengals, and he's done a good job there. Uh, Stephon Diggs um, is uh, a star player who we sort of held in check today. He had six catches for 66 yards. Um, uh, but Kyle Rudolph had his best day ever. I bet you, I bet you you're a big fan of Kyle Rudolph, aren't you, Mark? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Greg Olson? Not Greg. 
Greg is a guy I wanted the Packers to draft back in the day. That's the only reason I remember him. Oh. <laughs> okay. How about Jason Witten? Are you a big Jason Witten fan? No. Oh, okay. He's not a cowboy. I don't like any cowboys. Other than that, though, you probably would be right. <laughs> Why? Because he's white? How about Mark Favaro? You a big fan of him? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, so here's some interesting. So Ty's here in Denver. Yep. We went to a Packer bar downtown, which was very Packery. What was the name of it? It was uh, uh, Swanky's. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. And yeah, uh, so he posted that up there. And so now Ty has to come back here and. For every every game that I'm not going to. Right. We, so. We had um, some transcendent tater tots. Yeah. Yeah. That were like yeah. smothered in what was on there? Cheese and sour cream well, and barbecue sauce and bacon. First, we had an appetizer of cheese curds before the appetizer, and then, and then we had the the tater tots, which yeah, they had cheese, real cheese, and bacon, uh, barbecue, and sour cream, all in a wonderful conglomeration of yumminess. It's like a cake. It was great. When yeah, you say, was, when you say barbecue, barbecue, is it barbecued meat or it's just barbecue sauce. sauce? And they just kind of sprinkled it over it. Which initially I did, didn't sound that great to me, but when you when you put it all together, it really paid off. It was off. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I need to come here for every game that I'm not going to at Lambeau, which means that Mark, you're going to have to help pony up for those plane tickets. Yeah, you're the it's mo- for the podcast. You're the, yeah, you're the financier here. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Why don't you just stay there? Uh, well, I, I, that's a good point. I have a job and not a place to live. They don't sell cell phones here. <laughs> So yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That's Low demand item. item. Mm-hmm. No one. Yeah. It's no too, one the altitude is too high. Everyone's just like, we don't. That's a fad. We We're gonna go that. run up and down the stairs at Red Rocks and yell at people. Uh, that's another story. Yeah, we went to Red Rocks today, and there was like this group of like boot camp. There's always lots of people there exercising, which is usually pretty cool. Um, everyone doing their own thing and get a great workout there because you're at altitude and running up and down stairs and. All sorts of different stuff you can do, and it's beautiful. Um, but there was a group of like thirty people led by this like guy. I guess it was like a boot camp thing, and they were like yelling and calling him sir. And he was yelling at them and telling them to do it right. And the right take it was totally harshing the vibe. And they're carrying around this boombox that was playing like techno music. That's good. So stuff. it's like, oh, it's so great to come out to Red Rocks where the air is clear and it's gorgeous and it's a beautiful day and. You and can stand together. on the stage with the Beatles and U2 and everybody in the world has played. And I get to listen to a Skrillex remix of a shitty Led Zeppelin song from 20 years ago. While a guy who wants to be a drill sergeant screams at people. Yeah, it was great. And before that, there was a guy that was just sitting in the back of the stage on the rocks, like, playing guitar. Like, just really chill and mellow. And then all of a sudden, like, the A-team of Working Out moved in. Mm-hmm. It was baffling, actually. It was more, to me, it was more baffling. And then I realized that I was angry. Okay, that's pretty good. And then we went and drank a bunch of beer and we're fine now. I think we're done. I think we're done with that. Done with that. Um, There's a guy on the Vikings whose first name is My Cole. What? M. Oh, yeah. Y, capital C O L E. First name. My Cole Pruitt. Pruitt, two T's. He had a catch for eight yards. Hmm. Um, Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, that's my favorite stat right there, Adrian Peterson, the worthless 
pile of human shit at a fumble. <laughs> um, so who else do we have? Dick's another strong game from him. Um, wow, they also have a guy on their team named Captain Murnerlin. <laughs> that can't be a real name. His first name is Captain? I think someone at ESPN is fucking with us. Somebody at ESPN was drinking and just like, let's put this in there. First so name, knows. Captain. Last name, Munnerlin. M-U-N-N-E-R-L-Y-N. That's a thing. Wow, weird. Um, Terrence Newman is still in the league. Um, uh, Sean Hill is still in the league. Yeah, that, that was... was, that was, that was, was like, like, what? Yeah, is Randy Reichel? Vinny Verde over there. <laughs> um... I think our secondary played great, even at, even though we had the in- injury to Micah Hyde, because you didn't hear a lot about him. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I thought Casey Hayward actually had a real nice game today, which is which I don't think he's done for about a month. Mm-hmm. So that was that was nice to see. Sham Shield, <laughs> Sam Shields had a nice game. You say uh, Sham Shields? Sham Shields. Sham Shields had a nice game today. Um, and Demarius Randall, even though he's kind of banged up, thought he did enough. Yeah. Um, and we had uh, Quinn Rounds was back too. I saw him out there a few times, although I don't think he recorded a tackle, so he must not have been out there too much. Dayton Jones had a big game, two sacks, and they're both third downs, I think. Or and I almost got really mad at him when he spiked that ball. I did too. And that, but then, then that it's like. This is why I wish I could quit football. It's, it's stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a natural and harmless reaction, but our natural inclination. Same when someone gets like hit a little bit late out of bounds, or the quarterback gets tapped, and we're just like, "Oh, that's the rule." Got How dumb is that? Right. <laughs> I thought that the headbutt on Mason Crosby was really, Dude, really ticky tack. But his yeah, I mean, face, yeah, his <laughs> face after that was. Oh, it's just priceless. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Who headbutts a kicker? Yeah. Really now? Really. His face was just like, what? <laughs> Dude, do you know I'm the kicker, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just standing here. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're trying to take out our main offensive weapon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Dayton. Julius Peppers, to me, looks like he lost it. Like, he still had it last year, but... He is not a special player anymore. And no, he's, he's not special at all. I think he's still relevant, but you know, when he's within, he was within, you know, arm shot of the quarterback a lot today. Just couldn't finish. get it down. He got juked by Teddy Bridgewater. Bad. Too. Yeah, I rewound that one. It was a really great move by Bridgewater, but still. Yeah, but he's it's not, not what you're used to seeing from Julius Peppers. He's not a runner. He's never. He's just not a running quarterback. He's a pocket passing quarterback. He's, he ran a lot today. He ran a lot, and then that, and he, yeah, he juked Julius Peppers out of his job. Right, like that's, yeah. That was that's the cut that he made on that play, though. That Bridgewater made was it was something. I, mean, I had to rewatch it. I was like, is Julius Peppers really this bad? And then I watched it. Wow, that was a great move. But still, you'd like to see Julius get home on a lot of these plays. I'd like to see him make a play every now and then. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Relevant. I mean, yeah, he's relevant. So is uh, Captain Munnerly. <laughs> Captain? <laughs> Captain. Captain. Literally Captain. What's your name, child? Captain. 
Okay. <laughs> the next one is named Sergeant. Yeah. yeah. Um, major. Major. Well, there was a major. Major Harris played for West Virginia uh, years ago. There's another major that was in sports two years ago. I can't remember. They had Randall Cobb back returning punts a couple times, which is weird to me. We only had four wide receivers active today. Yeah. And they still and Micah Hyde got hurt, so and they still wouldn't give the ball to Jeff Janis. Yeah. Or try to. And Randall Cobb, like you said, has the yips, can't catch anything. Um God. Uh when you live around here and hear a lot of the local radio station stuff, we get a lot of interviews during the week that you probably never hear. Uh-huh. And all the time McCarthy and Rogers end up saying stuff about offensive players earning the opportunities. I hate that. All the time. And I hate it too. Especially the last few weeks, you know, when we had, what was it, nine consecutive three outs, and mm-hmm. you don't, like I said before, you don't take your fastest out and just tell them to go, and we'll, we'll throw it to you and see what happens. Yeah. It's like, you know, and sometimes you get to see what's is going to stick, but... Mm-hmm. You know, they rested the occasion today. Um, they played a hot team, went into their house, and shook off, you know, a month's worth of badness. It was so. it was a good one. When you look at their demeanor, when we had the ball on offense for the first time, like nothing bad had happened yet. Our defense had held up, and we were sort of moving the ball, converted a fourth down. But the whole offense was led by Rodgers, acting frustrated, and, you know, upset and just bad, like sort of just bad news, you know, um, right from the jump. Like they were already feeling, you know, they, they were already in a bad state of mind. And so to kind of come through, and even though it wasn't a prolific offensive performance, to come through and, and win a tough game on the road like that, I think you could tell by the end of the body language of a lot of people it was a whole lot better because they came out and they played hard. Um especially on defense, swarming to the ball and everything. But I couldn't believe like how frust- how frustrated they were like immediately on offense. Like from the very first play, Rodgers is doing his whole, you know, throwing his arms up in the air and scowling at people and pointing and all that. And like they are already thinking like bad things are going to happen. Um, so, uh, and, you know, McCarthy was the same way. And I'll be damned if he wasn't calling plays today. Um, every, I mean, whenever they showed him, he was on the sidelines with the play sheet, looking at it, reading it, talking to the mic with, uh, what is it, Clements? Mm. Next to him, sort of like a mini-me. Like, is that okay? It doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, he just wasn't having any of it. You get he, every fourth one, okay? That's what you get. He kind of decided that he was going to go back to doing what made him a good coach, which was yeah. coordinating an offense and calling plays. Don't think. I thought overall the Packers looked alive today. Yeah. In comparison to last month, um, there were some interesting things happening. There was some misdirection on a couple offensive plays, which we normally don't see. Uh, but they seemed to work. One of them was a third down conversion to James Jones for like one yard. But it worked. And, uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was really happy with everything I saw today for the most part. Well, they'll be pleased to hear that I think. When you when you that, brief when you brief the yeah, guys, yeah. When you brief yeah. the team, do you, you brief them on Monday or Tuesday? Go in there, let them know your thoughts. 
Um, uh, it's, it's, it's real loose schedule, man. <laughs> Whenever you have time. Mm-hmm. Okay, call Sorry, me. Sorry, Aaron. Hey, I'm coach, coach, grab, right grab the so team. I need, I, need to do, I need to address everybody right now. <laughs> I'm pleased with what I saw out there, guys. <laughs> Keep it up. Okay, goodbye. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's a meeting with Mark. This is a big deal. <laughs> if you're going to just me or is Jay Rohn on the field a bit more today? Yeah. Um, did he have a sack? He had a – I don't – I'm not sure about sack. Just seemed like I saw him a few times, and I was happy about that. Yeah, I know. He just had a single tackle. But, yeah, he was out there. He was good. Um, yeah, the the maybe it's just because our offensive line is awful, but we are getting – a lot more pressure than we have in the past. It was great. Their offensive line looked terrible, and they can't be worse than Detroit's. So I don't know what the I don't know how to explain last week. Yeah, yeah. God, we lost to the Lions, dude. It's all right. Uh, yeah, I just think I think what it boiled down to today was a sense of urgency that the Packers seemed to have. It was visible to me. Whether I'm perceiving it wrong or not, I guess is another thing. But no, that's, that's, a, that's what I picked. I know it really looked like they played with a sense of urgency that they hadn't had for four weeks. My wife is, is sharpening swords again. <laughs> if you're wondering what's going on, um, so, you guys have a swords. You have one of those swords at the mall. That, that swords are like, us. She makes her own swords. <laughs> she has a, a wheel. A stone <laughs> in, the, in the basement. I'm she's, hungry. How can you possibly be hungry after eating all those tater tots? We ate 4,000 tater tots during the game. Mm-hmm. I love tater tots. Dude, tots Napoleon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that you're sitting here, honey, uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Much better than the last two weeks. That's insightful. That's some. It's, Can't argue with that at all. There's no argument. It's 100 percent correct. Uh, <laughs> Ty drank from another person's beer today. I did by accident, and he was from Wisconsin in a Packer bar. Weird. They were talking about some guy in Appleton that got yeah. shot in the face or something. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, but uh, so it, it, as you do as you do in a bar, you if you accidentally drink out of somebody's beer, you or spill their beer, you buy them a beer. But instead, we did a shot. Yeah, Ty did a shot today. I did a shot. Today. I don't know if I've ever seen that happen before. Mark saw Ty do a shot and then puke in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, yeah. Mark. My mom is in the room. Oh. Okay. Didn't mean it didn't well, happen. Actually, it's if, not it, lying. if it helps, I don't think you were 21 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was 21. I was at... I was at uh, at the Is that River City Diner? I remember it very Diner, well. Yeah. I didn't puke in my hand. I made it to the bathroom. <laughs> it was I did one of these like I thought I was going to, but I made it to the bathroom. So the one thing about the place we went to today is they had the oddest bathroom. They have they had a yeah. tr- they had a trough urinal, which is fine. But the length of it was such that it was a little <laughs> bit too big to be like a one-person urinal situation, but not quite long enough for two people. So like you're constantly, at least me, Worried that someone's going to sidle up next to me. Oh, yeah. No, totally. That happened. I was, like, way over on the edge of it. Like, nope. Got my back here. Just <laughs> trying to take up as much room as I could. Like, mm, no room for you, you know? And then the sinks were, like, the size of a soap dish. And the sink was directly next to the trough. Like, if you were washing yeah. your hands, You could do both at the same time. You could pee and wash your hands at the same time. Or you could just be looking at another guy while he's peeing 
three inches from me while you're washing <laughs> your hands. It was yeah, a the trough is no good. It's a classy place. It was a cool joint, you know. I liked it. <laughs> um, they did, uh, but uh, yeah, the bathroom situation was a bit odd. Um, what else did? We, what else happened today? No, that's about it. I mean, it's some... it, was, it was exciting. I, I, I think it's nice. It, it, three losses in a row takes a toll mentally, and you start thinking everything's going to go wrong, whether you're a player or a fan, and having to win just feels good. Mm-hmm. Changes kind of your mindset about stuff, and hopefully it'll happen to the team too, and they'll get a little bit more energy off of this, and going forward, you know, be a, you know, a little bit more competitive because they just weren't competitive against the Broncos and the Panthers and the Lions. Mm. That's my thought. That was the that was the challenge of it for me. I, I, I can deal with a loss much easier than just not showing up at all. Mm-hmm. And you know they didn't show up for those three games. The Broncos didn't show up at all, and they only played about ten minutes with the football against the Lions mm-hmm. and um, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, today totally encouraging. Must win. In my opinion, um, because well, you don't want to go down two and a half games in the division. I mean, that's you want to be able to control your own destiny, and we're in the driver's seat now. Although I, I, I don't mind the fact that we might have to do something heroic in order to get a bye, you know. So I think it'll keep the team mentally engaged. Um, mm-hmm. you, so. you should, you should, you should try and take their temperature when you address them on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Yeah, let's be really helpful for the, you know, know your the podcast. podcast when you have your one on ones and stuff. <laughs> so, Eddie, how are your feelings right now? <laughs> yeah, do I have to be here? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Eddie, you do. Yes. I'm Mark Little. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I it, uh, exciting game. Uh, a lot of. Great plays. I was happy. Oh, I'm happy. I'm, yeah, I'm gen- happy. I'm generally speaking, I'm a, I'm a happy I'm a, I'm a happy person. <laughs> I got beer and the Packers won and there were tater tots involved. What other ridiculous thing did you... Some You did something else ridiculous today. I can't remember. Oh. You drank the guy's beer. I didn't, I didn't actually drink physically any of the beer. I grabbed it as I was watching the TV and put it to my lips and then was like, this is a can, not a bottle, and put it back down. And he goes, dude, You didn't recognize it was a can before it hit you? As I was going up, it happened very quickly because I was just watching the TV and like I had been instinctively grabbing my beer as I was watching the TV like because it was on the ceiling. And uh, I, I just grabbed this can and I started, and I was like, oh, that's... A, that's I can't and like the dude's like dude that's my beer and I was like I'm really fucking sorry mm-hmm. and bought him a shot and it was alright and I'm still processing the fact that I saw Tim Mastay jersey yeah that was weird it was a nice one too it was like the $250 one like there was an emotionless family sitting against the wall that did not cheer for one thing yeah they didn't the they just sat there looking sad at each other yeah. at us they didn't order a beverage water Nothing. They just had food Coke, in the first quarter. Lemonade, nothing. They just sat there looking sad in their Packer jerseys. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, so if they listen, you guys kind of suck. Um, Maybe they were super stoned. <laughs> Maybe. Um, there, was, there was a couple that came in that it was kind of crowded, obviously, and they were right next to me, and they just reeked of yeah, pot. And, they, and they're kind of 
they're staying right next to me. So I heard most of their conversation. And after about two minutes, she kind of turns to him and goes, Hey, maybe we shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. And they oh, left. Good. They just kind of decided that it wasn't the place. Oh, is that the them. girl that was talking really loud? Yeah, she's yeah. right next to me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think they kind of wandered in there. I don't think they were even really football fans. They sort of found themselves there. There's a bar. <laughs> it was open. Um, yeah. That's it. How, um, how, uh, how, uh, how was your, what'd you eat, Mark? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Dude, I was at home. Um, I had a, a roast chicken sandwich. Sandwich? Yeah. We got this really cool toaster uh, oven that also is like steam cooks. It's badass. Like, you, you, there's a water reservoir on the side so you can like bake steam. The leftovers actually taste kind of good. Um, so I had some stuff from the wheelhouse from yesterday, too. So that was good. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. I guess that's all we have. Okay, Brian. <laughs> I, 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 I think you think, Matt, I, I thought the Vikings played a good game, and the penalties just killed them. There's, I think, three third-down penalties on one draft that we scored on that they had, and... That, yeah, the one drive. The one drive had over 100 yards of penalty or something like that. The one drive where we scored the touchdown and they kept it alive with the roughing the passer and the PI. Yeah, they had like three penalties. We got like all those shots from inside in the red zone, and finally yeah. converted with the throw to Cobb. Right? Yeah. Which actually looked like a Green Bay Packers passing play. <laughs> it's like, oh, I remember that. I remember when they could do stuff like that. Yeah, there's that one, and I remember another one where Devante cut quick flat left, you know, or cancel the everything like that. Like, yeah, that's what we do. Where's that then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the score didn't really reflect how well the Vikings played. I thought that they played a pretty gutty game, but they made a lot of stupid mistakes. Yeah. And, um, and like you said, it was, it's, a, it's a must win, not just from the standings and the fact that we need to get back on track. But this takes a little bit of air out of their sails, too. Um, they were cruising along, but to lose this game at home hopefully, you know, slows them down a little bit. Um, yeah, because, you know, this is an important one for them. Mm-hmm. This is their benchmark, really, because this is what they, they would have to do in order to win the division is mm-hmm. overtake Green Bay, who for the last couple of years and they couldn't get that. And I think we'll be in good shape for the last game of the season. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Well, all right. I got some, I have, I have a couple questions for Mark. Oh. Yeah. All right. Because we visited Red Rock okay, hey. Theater today, which, which you know of, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got a couple questions that you won't know the answer to. Okay. But it'd be fun anyway. <laughs> Um, what was the earliest notable rock and roll performance at Red Rocks? That's dominant. Wrong. The Beatles. 1964. Really? Yep. The um, Beatles are bigger than Fast Dominant. Yeah, in what world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was another one here I just said. Oh, uh, what band has the most uh, performances at Red Rocks? 
They're still a touring band. How many bands do you know, Mark? Okay. I've been going with Wildcat. What'd you say? Not too sure. Okay, you are correct. That is correct. Widespread really? 42 shows as headliner plus one show opening for Blues Traveler. You're kidding me. Nope. And you said I didn't know this? Hey, guess you do. Guess I was <laughs> I wrong. That Sorry. That air too. And what you know, act? You know what I guess Wexford Pack? Why? I saw them one time, and it was undoubtedly the most boring show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was in Madison at, I can't remember, like, the Dane County. Probably at the, uh, it was probably at the uh, Orpheum. But you, no, no, it was like a, the Dane County Coliseum or something like that. And I remember it so well because you couldn't drink beer in your seat, which is general admission. You had to go like out to a beer garden, which is like, you know, the lobby areas on That's the right. outside. That's right. They used to do that. Yeah, yeah. They had some rules because they... Because the, of the university. Yeah, used it for Oxford. Yeah. Uh, I photographed their show, and all I remember it was it was the loudest show I've ever been to. And everybody was just so sound there, yeah. except me, and it was just really boring. Uh, and everybody, everybody has talked, talked about how great, and the Dirty Dozen Brass Band was with them, I think. Really? They were the, they were the saving grace, but the, oh, the widespread panic part was just nice news. Um, here, what... Uh, what band uh, got rock and roll banned for uh, five years at Red Rocks? 311. No. No. It was in 1971, and it was Jethro Tull. Oh, those flutes. <laughs> <laughs> they rocked too hard. A thousand no people tried you. to crash the gate at Red Rocks. No more rock rocking for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Mark got one out of three. Good job, buddy. I'm that's, impressed with myself. That's something important. Mm, I got, name the two big rocks on either side of Red Rocks. Not yet. Uh, Hank and Harold. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's ship rock and creation rock. Oh, Ty and I were talking that uh, the the cart that carries players off of oh yes the field. This is important. Should be a, a full fledged teammate now. They and get a jersey number. Yeah, wear a jersey, and his name would be Eric. Eric. Eric Cart, man. Oh, ha! Clever. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we're about to get sued by South Park. <laughs> no, they—they're they, <laughs> they're the ones who get sued. Never mind. No one listens to this. Um, <laughs> we are in Denver, though. You never know. We are in Colorado. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. Um, we got—we have another game in four days. Mm-hmm. Ty will be there. Mm-hmm. What what have we decided you have to eat when you're there to ensure a victory? Oh, I don't know. Let's just hope it doesn't rain because it's supposed to rain. I hope it rains we're, all we're, over Brett Favre. We're making might, a big old turkey uh, tailgating because so, it's Thanksgiving. I'm, I was think, I actually still have my Brett Favre jersey from back in the day. I'm wearing mine. Buried somewhere. And I was I'm thinking about too. ceremonially, ceremoniously, having a ceremony. Ceremoniously. Burning it on Thursday. Because I'm sick of him interfering with my life and okay. I just want him gone. And that would be a good See, counterpoint to the all the BS I'm going to have to watch while I'm watching that game. And I'm sure they'll have like 
countless sort of remember the gunslinger. And I see, and I disagree with my brother on this. So, so do I. Well, you've always disagreed. I kind of hopped the fence a while ago. Oh, that's new. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, but speaking that of mean speaking of he who shall not be named Brett Favre, um, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> Rogers on the two point conversion after the amazing James Jones catch. Yeah, the little roll out to the left and the quick backhanded flip. That was very that was great. Farbian. Yeah, that was money. Mm-hmm. That's clutch. Love that. Um, should I? Um, no, okay. I won't talk about how much I hate Brett Favre. I won't talk about how much I hate Adrian Peterson. You can talk about how much you hate Adrian Peterson. I don't care. There's not much to say. I mean, you've already just. I mean, you've said what you needed to say. So yeah, that's... yeah. I mean, he's he's. I don't care how good of a football player he is. He's a horrible, horrible human he's, being. Yeah, he's. Just, I mean, I was going to say he's just kind of a shitty person. Just a man. if we're judging the NFL on the character of the players, we wouldn't. Be a fan of anything. Well, I'm not saying he's the only yeah. one, but I know he is one. <laughs> yeah. Like him and Greg Hardy he's the one that played the should have to do the Hunger Games, and then we could all watch. Yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> shitty players in the NFL. He's the one we played today. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he's among the he's, He is a really strong contributor to the uh, bad lip reading, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are... <laughs> Whoever does those for him is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's enough. I'm cutting us off. Uh, no emails? Uh, no, because the game okay. just happened. Yeah. All right. Uh. <laughs> um, like it just happened, Mark. You should have seen it. it yeah, it was literally a, a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, good talking to you, Mark. Yeah. Big win, guys. Big, big win for the, the Packers. And uh, go pack go. See you in four days. Go pack go. See you. See you. <laughs>